Welcome to the Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness podcast. You'll be joining Smiling Sonia on her daily morning walk. She shares information and personal insights into her own journey managing flare-ups of her condition, Molloray's meningitis. Monday the 10th of August 2020. I'm sitting on a bench in a different green open space. I usually go over to the woods. Got a little bit scared because of the two reported attacks in the morning. This is a third open space so it's in the opposite direction and there are trees here but not as big as the woods but it's a lovely space it's a lovely space more dog walkers over here I think so this morning I've just walked here I've just sat on the bench uh, before going off to do my full walk The last few days, I think yesterday I was saying how tired I was and just wanted to, well, I just laid on the sofa. Yesterday, I was tired. I was also restless. Tired and restless. Although I'd taken some painkillers in the morning, the headache was still there so the pain medication didn't really well it may have helped a bit but I I couldn't stay indoors I just did my walk in the morning and I just needed to felt I needed to go out and so I did I got in the car 10 minute drive down the road and I needed to wanted to put some petrol in it as well just in case and I visited IKEA yes it is one of my favorite stores and I just took a really slow saunter around bought a few items nothing to break the bank So today, I was planning to talk about sleep anyway, so under health, uh, diet, exercise, sleep, and so sleep and rest, they kind of go together I think, although I think on their own they are big categories. So I was planning to talk about sleep anyway. This morning, I woke up, again feeling really heavy, Um, about 7 o'clock I think, and there's this feeling again of, just just need to stay here, but I have this 
routine. Just had to pause the recording. Uh, someone I knew walking her dog. Very sad. Uh, <coughs> her, her father passed away yesterday at the age of 94. So she's very fragile. And I hear things like that. Although this is what I have, it's a pain. <laughs> Um, so fortunate, I'm so fortunate that I, I have something that I can at least recover from to a certain extent. So, uh, <clears throat> I know I'm talking about sleep, sleep, I'm talking about sleep, and, oh gosh, uh, where am I? Yeah, this morning, I this morning I woke up. I woke up this morning and yeah, feeling really heavy. And and I do what I, I like to do. I like to put a podcast on. I think I think it's because when I wake up, I and I do and I have this sort of this sound in my ears, and then I put a podcast on, and I just like to listen to something, like learning something. So I put on podcast and uh, and I yes I think I I decided that I would then I, I then I didn't feel like listening to something you know and I decided to look up meningitis and sleep so I looked at meningitis and sleep and and I thought oh I don't, I, I don't know whether I haven't I've done I've done research on sleep but I don't know whether in the past I've specifically looked at meningitis and sleep I just know well <laughs> so it's really interesting to read that uh, for people who suffer viral and bacterial meningitis, that it's not uncommon for people to have ongoing sleep problems, sleep disorders. And I thought, oh, the sleep is definitely an area that I have struggled with. That's why I create my morning routine and try to work on an evening routine so that I could get enough sleep. Uh, there were many years when I, there was many years when I didn't sleep very much, and for whatever reason, I always got up really early. And then there were those years when I didn't sleep very much and ate to keep myself awake as well. So the white came on but I was interested just in general about sleep and the link and with meningitis so I was reading and then on oh my head my head oh my gosh I just this band around my head and the tightness and the pain I thought oh so I had to put it down 
and I I thought oh, I've, got to, oh, I've got to go back to sleep I've got to put my, close my eyes and I tried and I thought no I've got to put my mask on because it's obviously it's bright I don't have blackout curtains uh, so I found my mask eye mask which is hanging up everything in its place put the eye mask on and then I thought oh I put a podcast on so I thought we'll put and I, I thought no I can't I can't listen to anything and then I thought I ah, put on sort of the meditation <coughs> music meditation so I went to my medication med medication podcast and um, found one that said relaxation and so I mask on and just lay there listening and then I then my head started to ease started to ease the pressure sort of behind my eyes and in that's just in my head as a whole started to ease and I just just listened to the kind of the sound low and and, I, and after a while I took my I pulled up my eye mask and I was really squinting at the light it was gosh it was the light was really bothering me and I was thinking Oh gosh, you know, my eyes are really sensitive to this light. And uh, it's just me. I went on my phone and I, I decided to put in, I can't remember, did I put in meningitis and I couldn't, I couldn't remember the right term. I think I put photosynthesis. But anyway, I found meningitis and photophobia, light sensitivity. I don't think I have really looked it up in the past, really read on, oh, I can't remember. I, I know it's one of the symptoms I have, and I talk about it as one of the symptoms I have when I have an attack. I don't think I talk much about it after an attack and in between. But this morning, when I had that experience, I thought, does, am I affected by light more than I think I am? And one of the things that I try, I'm very aware of, is when you look at conditions and there are symptoms, I don't want to then read that there's a symptom to do with the condition and then have feel that I have that symptom. <laughs> you know, I, I want it that I have the symptom and then I look at something and it's like yes that is a symptom rather than I 
create a symptom. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. So I was reading and I noticed that the Meningitis Now, which is an organisation, had an article on it, a PDF. So I've saved that because I I kind of could only scan it really rather than read it, read it, read it properly. And yes, and that people can have it for years and years. And I thought, oh my gosh. And I then started thinking about when I'm out, that, that I'm always squinting, I'm often squinting when I'm in the light. I'm often squinting. Sometimes I'm okay, you know, in, in bright light, but there are times when actually I, I squint. And uh, I, if I could wear sunglasses all the time, I would, actually. But um, uh, I have three pairs of sunglasses because <laughs> I'm so fearful of losing because I often you lost sunglasses or they break. So I'm, I'm so worried about breaking or leaving them somewhere that I want to always have spares. Uh, so I thought, oh, because this morning, clearly the light affected me, really affected me. And, and I don't know I was talking about sleep, <laughs> but um, I want to look into the, the light sensitivity a little bit more. Because there was, I remember when I had those attacks, you know, a few years back, I thought that there was something wrong with my eyes and I went to the optician but my eyes hadn't really changed. And sometimes when I'm reading, and that's, I think that's why I find it difficult reading at the moment, because um, I don't know, I just, I struggle to read for very long. And my, it's like, even with my glasses on, it's like I'm really straining my eyes. It's interesting. So that's what happened this morning. And and I was thinking about sleeping. And also I get very tired. So and that's one of the things that happens. So when I'm driving, when I when I realise I can't drive for any long fears when I used to, I used to be able to drive for hours. Is it's it's my eyes, my head, my eyes, and literally my eyes I can't my eyes can't stay open. Uh, there have been there've been times when I've been driving, even the short distance to my workplace, um, especially coming back from work. And uh, if I'm a bit tired, literally, my eyes are closing and I'm driving, and I get very very scared. So that's one of the reasons why I'm, if I don't have to drive the long distance. I don't. So 
I was going to be talking about sleep. So maybe I'll talk a little bit more about sleep tomorrow. I, did, I wanted to get that in about um, the light sensitivity. Because it's just got me thinking now about how that has impacted on me. And, and maybe in the mornings, uh, I need to think about Maybe I need to think about uh, putting the eye mask on. Uh, and being, I don't know, I'm processing this at the moment. As you can see, I'm processing this. Something for me to think about, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, I shall stop it there today. Just thinking at the moment, my head is being quite tight as well. I'm going to continue my walk um, surrounded by lots of dogs in this park. There's lots of dogs and their owners. I shall continue walking. Um, keep it short today because I have been um, quite tired, restless. Yeah, okay, okay, um, I'll speak to you soon. You take care, bye for now.